Hello, welcome to the Alligator Podcast, where we talk all things at the University of Florida, Gainesville, and beyond. I'm your host, Brian Hernandez, and here is your weekly roundup. After surviving through the COVID-19 pandemic, local Gainesville Theater, the Hippodrome, celebrates their 50th anniversary in the community. For more, we talked to Alligator staff writer Avery Kromposky about the Hippodrome and the recent updates of the small venue progress post-pandemic. About a year ago, the Hippodrome gave the Alligator some pretty sad news that they had reduced their full-time 44-member staff down to just 12 part-time employees, um, which is a huge drop. And you never want to hear that from a local business, uh, and especially a local business who um, is very supportive of the community and the arts. Um, so this was just almost like a follow-up piece to that. I wanted to see how the venue was, you know, faring um, in a time where we can host live shows again. And, you know, people are willing to go um, see entertainment in a live atmosphere. Now, staff members who were forced to work part-time during the pandemic have resumed their full-time positions. Stephanie Lingi, the theater's artistic director, says that they have a full production and front-of-house staff. Additionally, they now have a much stronger team up on the administration floor. Thanks to increasing ticket sales in the 2021 Federal Shutter Venue Operators Grant, the Hippodrome is having a great success despite struggling to match revenue levels from prior of the pandemic. Based on the dystopian novel of the same name, Fahrenheit 451 debuted at the Hippodrome on September 2nd. Now, due to popular demand, the Hippodrome announced in an email that it will extend the showing of the production until Sunday. For more on the Hippodrome and the staff adapting to keep the iconic theater alive, Read Avery's article at alligator.org. In Riley D. Giacomo Rapp's news story, she talks about the bustling microeconomy that seems to thrive under Gator football season. When I spoke to the original American Kitchen general manager Colin Haynes, he told me football games always impact local businesses. As well as talking to Haynes, Rylan talked to the swamp owner and some of the various booze vendors that are stationed along West University Avenue. These local restaurants and vendors, some who've been here for 17 years, tend to feel the massive effects of the wins and losses of the Florida Gators. To read or listen to the whole story, head to our website. A stadium's worth of people filled Eastside High School's auditorium last weekend to celebrate the life of beloved football player Davian White. White was born on January 17, 2005 and died in the early hours of September 4th. His obituary doesn't mention a cause of death. Harold Hoskins, Eastside's football coach, presented White's encased jersey to his family at the service. He described White as a joy to be around who was cherished by his teammates. With more on this loss, we talked to Alligator staff writer Amara Tea. One of uh, White's teammates, uh, Jamal Dix, uh, described him as someone that he could confide in, uh, someone who could make him laugh when he was sad. Christopher Stokes, a bishop who spoke at the funeral, also used the memory of White to encourage his teammates to, you know, live better lives, to improve themselves, saying that improving their own lives is one of the best ways uh, for them to honor White and his life. In his obituary, White was remembered as a gentle giant. The obituary describes football as his passion and notes the softness of his character. Overall, White, or Day-Day as he was known uh, by those who loved him, was noted for his kindness and for being a true friend to those around him. For the full story, 
head to our website. Thank you for joining us for this episode. I'm Brian Hernandez, and this was the weekly roundup on the Alligator Podcast.